How many of you, it's been a month now since, you know, started 2016. How many of you have forgotten your resolutions? You see, top three resolutions of 2016 has to do, two of the three has to do with health. And 5,000 were asked about this. And the third one was, the top three was losing weight. Second was about eating healthy. Two of the top three were about doing something about their bodies, their health. So let me ask you this morning, do you have a daily workout plan? You don't need to tell me. You can think about it to yourself. Or do you know someone who does? Each day, some people have a routine of doing some form of exercise. Some either walk or jog in their neighborhood. And many of you come to the Croc Center and use our facility to work out. All of this is to improve physical health, endurance, and flexibility. So this morning, you're sitting there and looking at the stage and looking at me, and you're, you're saying, what does working out have to do with my spiritual life? Well, our physical body is not the only part of us that needs a daily workout, church. We need to give our spirit a daily workout to make our spiritual life stronger. And the apostle Paul wrote to the Philippians about this need for ongoing spiritual strengthening. And so this morning, I'd like for us to look at Philippians. If you have your Bibles with you, Philippians chapter 2, just two verses 12 to 13. Together, it says, and listen, Paul is saying, Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence. Continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you to will and to act according to his good purpose. Church, as we examine this verses 12 and 13, we'll see together our responsibility in working out our salvation. And God's role in working in us. The Apostle Paul uses an interesting phrase in verse 12. And look at it. It says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. What does that mean to work out your salvation? Now it's very important. It is very important, church, that we understand the words Paul is using here. He is saying, he is stating that we need to work out our salvation, not work for our salvation. Did you hear that? Paul is saying that he's using here, he's saying we need to work out our salvation, not work for our salvation. You see, there is nothing, nothing that you and I can do on our own, that would earn us salvation. Nothing. You see, salvation is a gift. It's a gift from God and has nothing to do with our works in what we do. Ephesians tells us in chapter 2, for it is by grace that you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, so no one can boast. 
And Titus also tells us about this work thing, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. Can I hear an amen? Amen. And through the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Spirit. Church, the Bible tells us that we are forgiven and made new. Not because of the good that we have done, but because of the fact that Christ paid for our sin. On that cross, we don't work for salvation. It's freely given. But we are to work out our salvation. In other words, we are to work at godly living because, church, we are saved. Paul is writing this to the saints, to the believers who are in the church of Philippi. He is writing this to those who are, listen, already saved. So it wouldn't make sense for him to tell them to work for something they've already received. They've got it. They've got it. And so Paul instructs the Philippians to work out their salvation with fear and trembling. It's the same. He is speaking to us today. To the church of the Salvation Army Croc Center. You see, you and I are called to work out. Work out what God has already worked in each and every one of us. Major Phil and I were married 18 years ago. And the ceremony, which lasted less than an hour, was just the first step. Ever since then, we've been married and been working on our marriage. And many of you are married, many of you, it is hard. Marriage is not an easy thing, isn't it? Can I hear an amen? amen? It's not. It's hard. But just because the minister says and pronounces you that you are now husband and wife, that doesn't mean that everything about our marriage is, is accomplished. No, it's not. We were married, but the real work was just beginning. You see, salvation is the same with us. It's similar. The day when you accepted Jesus into your life, you became a child of God. Now God expects you to become like him. The real works begin. That's the salvation that needs to be worked out in us. You see, as we worked out our salvation, we should approach this with, Paul says, with fear and trembling. And in trans- other translation, you may, may, may be wondering, what does that mean? Fear and trembling? Not about like getting scared or anything, but listen, this is what it needs to be. With a holy vigilance and attentiveness. It means that church, we need to realize the seriousness. The seriousness of what we are doing as a believer. You see, Paul reminds us this morning that as we live out this Christian life, it really is a serious business. You know, I, at age seven, I accepted the Lord. That's very young. But guess what? It was at age 14 that, that the Lord spoke to me and revealed to me that, Debbie, you need to take your relationship with me in the next level and get serious with it. Age 14, that's just a teenager. And I look back, God was working in my life and said, Deb, you need to get serious because I've got great plans for you. Age 14, I started to grow in my relationship with God. Was that easy? Did I ever? There were times I fell down. There were times I had to get up. But I'm still growing. Not physically. That has not worked. But I'm growing spiritually. 
I'm growing spiritually in my walk, and I stand here today knowing that God is working in my life. And church, we are, all have growing to do, don't we? The word work out literally means, listen, to complete, to finish, to accomplish a goal. The work of salvation is not just to get us to heaven. That's our final destination. But for us here on earth, we need to make our goal to be more like Christ. Our goal is to be like Jesus. Each day we need to be striving to to grow more and more like him. And it takes effort on our part. In October, we, before Christmas started, we got into this the health fit thing, and I wanted, I got so excited. Of course, you know what Christmas does to you. It kind of takes you down. So by the time January, a month ago, I said to myself, I'm going to get this thing serious. I want to get into my, really looking into my health and be physically fit. So, of course, I really took on, I signed up for our group personal training that we have here at the Croc Center. What a blessing. So I joined in, and I said, I'm going to do this thing and look into my health and be physically fit. That's my goal for this year. And if certainly, if I feel physically fit, that means I hopefully I'm going to lose some, some pounds. But church, to be spiritually fit, on the other hand, guess what? We need to do some spiritual workouts. And talking about workouts in the personal training, I'll tell you all about it later. Workout. What is spiritual workouts? How do we work out spiritually? Well, let me give you a couple of workout tips in our spiritual life. We need to work it out with the Word of God. Scripture. Get into the Word of God. It's It's not about the volume of your reading. You could read the entire Bible. You could. And I tell you, you can. And you should. But if you read it and it doesn't make an impact in your life, it's nothing. But we need to get into it and understand, and, uh, and we begin to meditate on it and put it into practice. That is a workout. That's a workout. You start to sweat. You spiritual sweating. The Bible reading is essential, and it's part of our Christian walk. It gives us direction and leading of God. It gives us guidance. Psalm 119, 105 says, Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. And not only that, the, the scripture tells us that we have, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. It's a battle, and we need his word as a weapon. So we need to work out in the word of God. And church, are you spending in the word? I'm asking you personally right now. Are you in the word daily? And here at the, at the Croc Center, we have this, we've already stressed it enough, but we, we won't stop because you see how important the word of God is. We want you to take part in this, in this Bible reading plan that we have created and we want you to take part. It's easy. Take it, put it in your Bible, And also not just that. Church, I want you to be part of a Bible study group. That's where you learn and understand and question what God is saying. Memorize one or two a day. And if you are in the the Word right now, I challenge you to go deeper. To go deeper in what God is saying to you. You see, when we are truly spending time in the Word, change happens in your life. Can I hear an amen to those that know what I'm talking about? Change happens in your life. The way you behave, the way you, your attitude reflects the way what God's word says. 
If you are dealing with anger, you know what God says? It tells you how to deal with anger. If you have unforgiveness attitude in your heart, God says you need to forgive that one person. That's what the word does to us. But guess what? A lot of us don't like the word because it tells us the truth. We don't want to hear the truth, don't we? It's hard. It's so challenging. I don't get it. I'm frustrated. But I encourage you this morning to not give up. That workout thing that we, I do once a week, I tell you, you see the stage right? There's one that really frustrates me. Guess which one it is? It's this rope. I go to class and tell you, it's, no, someone knows, every time I see this rope, I want to run away. The reason being, I tell you, it is so hard. It is, I can't do it. But I challenge myself every time I go and I see this rope, I talk to him as my friend. I said, friend, be nice to me as I pick you up. I know I can do this. It's really hard. This is how you're supposed to do it. Something like this. But honestly, and, 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 and your fitness teacher, your coach says, do it faster and faster. I'm like, really? <laughs> I complain, I grumble. That's what we do with the word of God sometimes, don't we? I don't have time. I get frustrated because I don't know what I'm reading, but don't give up. Work it out. The word of God. The next workout is prayer. Prayer is important in our spiritual walk. It is. And when I think about that fitness again, I tell you, God has been speaking to me about this fitness thing, and I just want to share and encourage you. Water is important as well in my fitness. And the process of achieving the goal that I want to have. You see, if you want to have a better fitness workout, you should make sure you drink enough water. You know what happens when you drink enough water, don't you? Water is necessary to have the energy during your workout. Your muscles need water for strength and flexibility. Water is an important aspect of your workout, whatever it is. If you want to make it through your workout, you need to drink water. It energizes you. It energizes you. Water. But prayer energizes us as well, doesn't it? In our spirituality. It adds bulk to our spiritual muscles. And how does that work? How? You see, as we communicate to God, prayer sustains us, shapes us, forms us, leads us to God. In Christ through the Holy Spirit. Prayer is connecting us in our relationship with God. You see, how and what we pray reveals the significant amount of our relationship with God and others. You see, for some, prayer is about bringing our a list of needs, I would say our wants, to God. And I like what C.S. Lewis says, prayer is not for the purpose of changing God, but rather for changing us. Changing us. You see, prayer brings us closer to God and to one another, a means of restoring the image of God in us. First Thessalonians tells us, short but sweet, but it's hard. Never stop praying. Pray without ceasing. Praying daily must be a top priority in our walk with the Lord. Stopping to pray is like stopping to drink water. Both are a life source. We need it. If you aren't praying daily, I encourage you to start now. It's never too late. And if you are praying already on a daily basis, I encourage you to keep at it. Keep going. You see, prayer is powerful and can change anything according to the will 
of the Father. And I look around in this church, in this congregation, there are a lot of prayer warriors. And I pray that if you need someone to pray for you, let us know. We'll let you know who they are. Because today I say, I thank you all for praying for my brother, Neil. Because he's, today he is in remission. And just last week, tests were done and no cancer. And praise God for that. Thank you. Thank you. Praise and honor and glory. Work out your salvation by prayer. Prayer works, church. God will continue to bless you as you live a life worthy of the calling and the following and following him daily. Let's keep on praying. Let us be a church that prays together, individually but collectively as, as a church. And this morning, one last workout, and that is the working out in fellowship with other believers. Why do we need to fellowship? There is importance. Fellowship comes from the Greek word um, koinonia. You've heard that before, which means to share in common. You see, Christian fellowship is more than just attending church. It is assimilating into the body of believers and becoming one in worshiping, in loving, caring, and sharing. Like the early church in the book of Acts. Day after day in the temple courts and from house to house, they never stop teaching and proclaiming the good news that Jesus is the Christ. Christianity was never intended to be a solo ride. Fellowship with the body of Christ is critical for us to continue this survival, to survive together. We need the preaching, the teaching from God's word. We need the atmosphere of worship and praise We need the encouragement which we draw from our brothers and sisters. We need the opportunities to practice to love others. And we need each other, church. We do. Strengthening believers is something we accomplish by meeting together. I talked to you about the group fitness that we're in. I want you to look at this picture. This is my fellowship. That group that meets every week, I love this group. Because in this group, we hurt, we cry, we sweat, but we encourage each other. You can do this. How are you doing, Dan? How are you doing, Bram? Come on, one more time. Let's do this. We can get through the next set. Come on, you can do the rope. No matter how Michelle pushes us, and she does. And she doesn't mess with us. But guess what? I am excited about this group. And so I encourage you to be part of a fellowship. Of course, certainly maybe workout, fitness, but really spiritual fitness. We need to be with each other. And so we have small groups provided for you. I'm not just plugging this in because I do know that we need it. We need it as a body of believers. There is a list in the info table that looks like this that has 12 other places that you can actually grow and be part of a fellowship. You don't don't fit in there? We can create a fellowship for you. That's why we're here for church. That's what the church is all about. It says, let us not give up meeting together. As some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day is approaching. Spending time with God's word, being consistent, prayer and in fellowship are just ways that we can work out our salvation. When we do them, we become more and more like Christ. And verse 13, lastly, for it is God who works in both to will, to act and according to his good purpose. 
The Greek word works is translated in this verse with the English word energy. Energy. God is the one who gives us the energy, the power to make sure we can read our Bible. We can be in prayer and that we can be in fellowship. When we are taking our walk seriously, God is there to give us the strength, to give us the power to accomplish the goal. And when we are accomplishing the goal of becoming like him, church, it is very hard. It is challenging. It is hard work. It is a task that you and I will have to do until the day when the Lord takes us to heaven. At times it is difficult. At times it is wonderfully delightful and amazing. But church, please note that the stakes are very high. Our faith in Christ is not something that we can separate from our daily living. Our life's pursuit is to grow in the Lord. It's very overwhelming and a lot to do. But guess what? We're not alone. Because you see, all of God does, he cheers us on. He encourages us every step of the way. Trials do come. Challenge do come. Struggles come our way. But Romans tells us, for we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So all of our circumstances, situations, and whatever that, that is there upon you, it serves as a purpose of helping to become more and more like Christ. So church, as we end this morning, are you spiritually fit this morning? Are you? Look upon your life and see, are you fit? To serve the Lord. The personal training fitness that I'm in, I am going to go for it till the end. Until I want to go for that goal knowing that I know when I am physically fit, I know I can serve God the more and the better in what he has called me to do. So if you are going to be spiritually fit, church, we need to exercise. We need to do workout. Work out our salvation and it takes our part. Sometime this week, I'm going to have to go do it. A doctor's checkup. How many of you like that? Checking up on how I'm doing in my, with my health. Guess what? This morning, God is asking us for a spiritual, spiritual checkup. How are you doing? What, how are you doing with your relationship with God? Are you exercising your faith or you are out of shape spiritually? Are you out of shape this morning? I'm not talking about fitness physical fitness, but I'm talking about spiritual fitness. 